Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Bonus hour? Is that the proper Bonus term? Bonus hour, my friend. Bonus Arnie, hour. Arnie Plank on a beautiful, beautiful day. It's Thanksgiving in the Central Ooh. and Eastern time zone. You'll get there, Pacific time zone. You'll get there, Hawaii. Are you a bake oven turkey or fried turkey guy? I, I'll just eat turkey. Is You'll that, just eat it. Yeah, I, I love it. I told it. you, I'm not a turkey guy. I, I could give it or take. It doesn't, doesn't do anything for me. 
I, I've never had the um, – everyone talks about, like, the fried turkey. I've never had that. Always I've wanted to that, try yeah. it. Uh, I've grilled turkey before. But, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to complain. It's – give me turkey. If it's grilled, you know, I'll pick maybe a little bit different condiment than some might. But, yeah, give me all the stuffing and all the gravy, and I'm good to go. I Don't love this Don't give me that day. dry turkey that just chokes me to hell, too. Don't I, care. Drink the water. Yeah. Um, we're broadcasting live <laughs> from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 Arnie-recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Can I hit some of these tweets real quick yes, for you? Yes, yes, absolutely. Go ahead, absolutely. Um, at Stinkin' Genius One, that's Arnie. I'm at Plank Show. And everyone should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. couple that just came in on the Michigan State story. Yes. Uh, Justin in Cincinnati writes, that Mel Tucker contract is like being hit in the head with a weapon if you're an MSU fan. Get it? Because of the helmet being swung by the Michigan State right, player. That's right. Well, I'll tell you what. Who, If you want to get rich, Arnie, uh, have one decent season as a head college football coach at a at a struggling program, and you're going to get paid. Did you see Mel Tucker's contract? I mean, after one good season, he signed a 10-year, $95 yes, million I, dollar contract, for goodness sakes. I mean, right, right. Uh, okay. Well, what he came into, too, you know, they were, you know, it wasn't like they were on the best of times also. So well, but they were, I'm trying to make sure I say this so it is proper English. They were the most recent team other than Ohio State out of the Big Ten to make the playoffs mm. before last year when Michigan made it. I mean, Michigan State had made the four-team playoffs before Michigan had. So, yeah, he came into kind of a tough spot, but, you know, it's not like they were bottom of the barrel. No, and right, that, right, right. And now they're swinging helmets and getting in fights, but good <laughs> good catch. Uh, Sharon, uh, Sharon writes, I think I support charging the players. It happened in the tunnel and not out on the playing field, but what if it had happened in the parking lot outside? They would also be charged. It's, it's a big difference, though. I mean, what, look, forget about if it was in the, on the field. It's in the tunnel. This is, you know, all hyped up after a game. Um, you know, and, and it's part of the whole thing, you know, the whole right. sports, the whole game itself. Yeah, it was after the game in the tunnel, but you know what goes on. If this was in a parking lot, like on a Friday night where they went out drinking at a bar and uh, they saw the other team, hey, look, there's the other team in our neck of the woods, you know, on, a, on something like that, that's a whole different completely story, you know? And that really doesn't happen anymore. I no, mean, in our good that, old days yeah, yeah. it would, but everyone's like friends now, so you don't right, get that right, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but exactly. in this instance, you know, it's kind of uh, Jason Diamond just tweeted us, like, I don't really know how to feel. I'm the same way. You know, I, I've and, and I'm like you, Arnie. I don't feel comfortable with charges. Never felt comfortable in the whole Marty McSorley situation when he got charged, right? Right, right, right. Uh, and that was kind of the first. And I remember doing sports radio shows. Now, we weren't working together back then. But I remember doing sports radio shows where it's, that was the debate. Should we be you... leaking the legal side to things that happen on the field, on the ice, on the court? Now, again, this is in the tunnel, unique situation. I still just don't know how to feel about it. Who did you say? Legal. Jose Offerman's the one with the baseball bat. Is that the one you were bringing? Yeah, up? it was. I think it was in what the uh, Puerto Rican league or something oh, where that happened. Well, let me ask you this: What happens if a pitcher intentionally throws at a batter and hits him in the head with the ball? I think there could always be that debate about it slipped right. out of his hand, right? But well, I, I hear but what you're saying. Let's say we know he did it on purpose. Let's just take it to that effect. Do you want him to be charged? Is that a 
you know, punishable act? Is that something that should be prosecuted when you have a, a dangerous weapon like a baseball and you threw it, um, you know, at somebody's head like that? No. I mean, are we going to start charging everyone if they throw at someone inside because uh, he pimped a home run his first time up? You, you yeah, talk no. about the, okay, you talk about the helmet swinging then. Uh, Mason Rudolph, the incident there um, where he had his helmet ripped off and he was swinging at him, wasn't it not, or what? Yeah, he hit him with it. Yeah, so is that should that be punishable, you know, prosecuted by the law? Yeah, yes. Yes, I think it should. I think it's a completely different world whenever you use your helmet as a weapon. And I understand what you're saying. Oh, you use a baseball as a weapon. I completely get it. But I think there's, again, I don't think there is a one-size-fits-all. I really don't. I think it'll be each for unique situations. What's the joke now about the Garrett, uh, the Miles Garrett thing? Assault. Because that's what Adam Schefter had tweeted right away. Right, but, right. Yeah, and, and again, I don't. nothing really ever came of that outside of him being, no, well, no. for him, he got suspended for the rest of the year, so it wasn't real fun why, for Miles why, Garrett. I don't know why Mason Rudolph wasn't suspended or banned from the NFL if what he said was true. I mean, here we have somebody that was a witness to it. So are we saying that we don't believe him or what? The witness to what? Um, what Mason Rudolph allegedly said? Yes. I think we got that debunked, right? I don't did, think we got it debunked. I don't think anybody ever did. How is he still in the NFL? That's exactly right. I don't think we ever said, oh, we got you. You know, he was lying about it, so we're okay with it. I, I don't know. I think we just, it was he said, she said type I think of thing. they allowed Miles Garrett to save some face. Yeah. Is what I think happened in all that. Because trust me, if there was any evidence of Mason Rudolph dropping a slur, I. I mean, I just, I don't think he would be in the league anymore. Right, I just right. don't think there's any chance. So, yeah, I, I mean, again, I think there, I don't think there's a one size fits all with this. I think it's going to be case by case. And listen, there'll be incidents where guys throw punches. As long as they don't use their helmet as a weapon or a skate as a weapon, I, I, I think it's kind of just part of the game. Nate says, um, when Plank whoops your ass on the way out of work, should that be okay? Well, this is why we don't work in the same studio, That's first right. thing. And two, you know I've gotten to a fight with my co-host before where I got his face live on the air and almost picked him up and threw him through a window. No, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I, th- th- that's a true story. Everybody knows that down in Dallas. I was doing a show with Mike Bassick, and he called me a liar about something, which it turned out I was 100% right. And um, I walked over live on the air, and I was about to pick him up and throw him through the glass window. Wait. You were right about something, and he called you a liar? Was it yeah, your he, pick of the decade? No, <laughs> it, was, it was something stupid. Like, I, I said, I think Dwight uh, Howard should go to the Lakers. And he said, that can't happen because of a contract. I said, no, you can work it out. First of all, you're not a contract guy. You're right, not, right, he, right. You're a media he, guy. He goes, you're just lying now because it can't be done. I go, don't call me a liar. You were ready to fight over Dwight Howard? Yeah, that's what well, it was you from. You really are getting soft. And I threw my age. headset down, <laughs> and I walked over to him live on there, and I was about to pick him up and throw him. There was a lot of glass window there and throw him through the window. But oh, but I, I realized, one, I, I probably couldn't pick him up, and two, he was probably stronger than me because he, he was a professional athlete. He was Okay, so so can we go back a little bit here? You You almost threw a guy through a window. Well, he's a pitcher in baseball. He's the one that gave up Bonds' um, home run ball, the the uh, the record breaking ball. 
but I, I want to go back on this story. Yeah. You were going, you grabbed the guy and you were going to throw someone through a window, even yeah. though you couldn't pick him up or throw him through a window, nor were you even sure that you could beat his ass. Well, I still would have done it, though. I Even <laughs> if I couldn't have beaten his ass, I still would have done it, yeah. <laughs> but you don't know if you could yeah. have thrown him through the window, but still, as this story is I thrown, tried. you I almost tried. did. Yeah, I would have tried. I would have given it the old college So try. would that have been assault? I don't know. It was in the heat of the moment of doing a show. I, I think I would have been forgiven for that. I think you would have been fired. <laughs> I think you would have been fired and probably unless Mike Bassick was just having fun this, with it, probably would have been charged. No, this is why I'm not allowed to be in the same studio as any other host. That's one of the rules for me working at Fox. I'm not allowed to be in the same studio as anybody else. I'm not trying to ruin your bit, but you living in Burlington, Vermont, <laughs> has something to do with that, too. I was in L.A. for a while, too, though. There you go. <laughs> and Jason brings up a great point. The Jose Offerman punched. Uh, Jose Offerman then turned around and punched the umpire who took the bat from him. Oh, did he? I didn't know that. Yeah, you got to go back. You got to go back and yeah. watch the Jose I Offerman chase yeah, down. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I love trying to debate or at least trying to come to a joint conclusion on this because I don't know if there's a perfect answer. Well, I don't you know, like also, it, but it's going to happen. By the way, they're also college kids. Who pays for their legal fees? Is that going to be the school? Does that come out of their own pocket? Suppose you don't like the way their, atto- uh, their attorneys are handling things. You might want to hire your own attorney. I, right. I, I just think you're reaching into these kids' pockets. I, I just don't like what's going on here. Emmett, uh, the blind Seahawks fan, agrees with me saying swinging a helmet is too far, but I agree with Plank. I really don't care about the story anymore. I, know, I, I think most people don't unless you're in Michigan, and they're probably that's probably the number one thing out there, you know? And, and really in Michigan, it's it's kind of become a situation that they're so focused on Michigan and Ohio State, then they're not probably worried about anything else. Arnie, we have some breaking news Ooh. in the college football realm. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, you might remember a couple of nights ago, a TV guy that no one has ever heard of before tweeted that Lane Kiffin was done to Auburn. Kudos to my man. He picked up 2,000-plus followers. Lane Kiffin, then hours, minutes after right. it. Denied that. Denied it. Well, told his team he denies that. Yes. Well, that's, that's the report tonight. Um, it goes even deeper. Lane Kiffin told Ole Miss players this evening Unless something significantly changes, he's planning on staying as the head coach of the Rebels, sources told on three, and something called OM Spirit. Now, I find that to be another incredible hedge on this bet, right? Kiffin told Ole Miss players Wednesday evening that, unless something significantly changes, he That's plans just to keep on the being recruits, there. Yeah. That's just he, to keep the recruits. That's all that is. Huh? He plans on staying the head coach of the Rebels. Um It comes in the midst of Kiffin being widely viewed as the favorite to be the next head coach for Auburn, uh, who is looking for a replacement for Brian Harson. So he's told his team now in a team meeting tonight that he's staying at Ole Miss. But Arnie, you're right. Signing day is in mid-December now. Yep. So you've got to try to keep your recruiting class together. And I, I don't really know if this necessarily sells me that he's not headed to Auburn or maybe somewhere else like Nebraska. Where, where does Deion Sanders come into the mix here? Brady Quinn is speculating that Colorado could be in play for Deion. Why wouldn't you want Deion if you're Auburn? Or Nebraska, for that matter, or 
Maybe Why they does it have to be Colorado? Maybe they feel there's better candidates. Maybe they want to see Deion Sanders do it somewhere other than Jackson State. I don't know. They were undefeated this year at Jackson State. They were. But again, How many wins did Jeff Saturday have before he took the ah, Here we go back into that old game again. Go but, ahead. but at least, you know, Deion's yeah. coached for, what, three years now at, at Jackson State, and he's yeah. brought some of the best talent in the country He's a to great Jackson recruiter. State. He's a great recruiter. I think there is – I. If, if I had a vacancy, like if I had one right now, and I'm Auburn or Georgia Nebraska. Tech or Nebraska or Colorado, Wisconsin, well, I guess Wisconsin doesn't really have an opening. Each one of um, those schools should Arizona State. Yeah. Well, there's only one of him, um, so they all can't. But I think they should at least talk to him and interview him, Arnie. I mean, I don't know about just saying, you want this job? Here's rubber stamp. No, you no, come just take it. The fact that he can recruit. If I'm Colorado, what do you got to lose, first of all? You want to get back to national prominence? You want to go ahead and, and, and be a difference uh, and people know who the hell you are? Then you get somebody like Dion. Nebraska could use him like crazy. And what the only way to turn Nebraska around is getting those big star recruits. And that's what he does. He recruits. Um, maybe Auburn doesn't need him as much as the other two, but I would say uh, he's a great fit in Nebraska if that's where he wants to go. I, I, I disagree a billion percent on Nebraska. Really? Um, yeah, I, I just – I think it'd be harder for him to recruit there than it would Colorado. I think it, I think Colorado would be, would be really smart. And, again, there's – speaking of breaking news tonight, there is a report that Colorado has actually offered its head coach's job to Deion Sanders. So, wow. I mean, it, that seems to be escalating quickly, and I think it'd be a great fit. But, you know, we're not necessarily in a time where there's much illegalness, if that's even a term, going on in recruiting because everything is legal. But the, the hammer's about to be dropped on some things, right? There's going to be NIL regulations. Uh, they're going to adopt what Tennessee has been doing, and I think the rest of the college football world has kind of started down that path. So I, I again, again, I getting Travis Hunter to Jackson State, well done. But something's got to be going on. Right, I mean, something has to be going on beyond Dion just being a great recruiter to get some of these kids to go play for him in Jackson State. And Arnie, I think that paranoia is what scares some people away. It's like something's going on there. And it's not like the recruiting game is the cleanest thing in the world either. Is the Colorado job a good job? Didn't Eric Bieniemy turn down that job? Or was he, was he ever offered that job? I think that there are some stories about Bienemy, Colorado, in the past that maybe he was uh, talked to, and then it quickly realized, yeah, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to open back up that Pandora's box. But yeah, really? the report is that he was offered it and turned it down. So yeah, he went to school there. So like, if he doesn't take it, then that's going to be a red flag for for Dion. At least I be a red flag for me. That's for sure. Yeah, are you, Arnie? How confident are you? You're a pretty confident, dude, right? And if someone else can't do something, that's not going to stop you from believing that you it, can't do it either. No, it's not that I don't feel like I could do it. It's like, why would he turn down the job when he went to school there? Is there something really bad or, um, you know, is there something that I'm not understanding about that? Not that I can't win. I, I don't think he, I don't think Bietami turned down the job because he didn't think he could win there. I think it was something else. Well, I'll just, um, you, you can... Google Eric Bieniemy Colorado issues and kind of understand some of the things from the past okay. that that might have have caused a few problems there for for Eric Bieniemy and they're way in the past but still trust me um, I I graduated from college in '97 and when I go back to that school there's still people that remember things I did from college <laughs> so I, 
Just saying. I, I think that might be right. something that it kind of hurt his candidacy at Colorado. But I would love to see Deion Sanders at Colorado. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cotto Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
the Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Arnie and Plank filling in for Jason and Mike right here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from the TireRack.com studios. Thanks to Bernie Fratto, Pete Futek, uh, Michael Gelkin, who joined us. Gelkin covering the Cowboys all over college football. Pete Futek and Bernie Fratto helping us out with uh, all the lines and spreads and Vegas storylines heading into this weekend. You never really told us where you had Brady playing next year. What You never really gave us the odds on that, Arnie. Well, you were supposed I mean, to be the odds maker. Well, I, I mean, when you told me Tampa was, was like $35 million in, in cap money there. But, it, I mean, if I was – that aside, if I was just going to pick like one team and see where he was going to end up, I, I thought maybe San Francisco won, Patriots two. Um, anybody else, number three. But I, I do get a feeling that, you know, he could easily – forget the money. Money aside, okay, if if it wasn't going to kill Tampa, and let's forget how much Tom's going to demand. I don't care if it was $1 million or $50 million. If he could go to one place to finish out his career, you don't see him calling Kraft and saying, hey, I, I want to come back for my final year or two. And you see what they've got right now, they'd welcome him back with open arms. Why, if, if that were the case, let me be literal, Chris, right? Yes. Uh, why would he go in the first place? Why would he have ever left in the first place? Now, you might argue and say he never really wanted to and, and, and New England I don't think, kicked him yeah, to the curb. He didn't want to, and New England did kick him to the curb, and Kraft didn't have his back when Belichick told him he wanted him gone. Well, I love the story. I don't know how he backed into it, but uh, it's just it, we're headed towards another offseason. Uh, I think some craziness in the quarterback uh, carousel. Remember last year? Last year, you and I, Arnie and I usually on Sunday nights, you can hear us uh, in pretty much the same uh, same time slot, 11 to 2, 11 p 2 a Eastern time. And last year on Sunday nights, Arnie, a lot of our non-in-season conversations centered around what? The quarterback carousel. Now all of a sudden, you know, it's not really settled. It seems like it could be even crazier because – you know, will the Jets go get a bridge quarterback? What are the Giants going to do? You just brought up Tom Brady. Does he return to Tampa? What might New England do? Derek Carr and the Raiders. If Is this working? Is it not? And if it's not, what does that mean for Devontae well, Adams' the, future? There's the third team. If Derek Carr ends up leaving the Raiders um, somehow, then I think that'd be another place for Tom Brady to go. Colin said on his show today, he sees Zach Wilson being the backup to Derek Carr in Las Vegas next year. Next year? Yeah, next year. Interesting. I, I I wouldn't mind that. I'm not. I don't know how that it. works with contracts and all you know up against the cap and all that. But uh, you know, I I I think that's kind of crazy. That'd be a lot of money invested in quarterbacks, and I would have to imagine that <laughs> the Jets aren't just giving him away. But if if there's something involved where they're like, we got to get some assets for Zach Wilson. Do you want a third round pick for him? I'd give him a third round pick. Oh right? yeah, I mean, in a heartbeat. Yeah, but it, he's not it, a starter. He's he might not be, but in two or three years with that skill set, who knows? Does Pittsburgh um, need a quarterback, or they're just going to just settle with what they have there now? It's it seems now. Steelers fan, you can help me out tonight. It's Stinking Genius One at Plank Show on Twitter. I, I don't I don't feel like they're very happy as fans, 
But I feel like everything Mike Tomlin says is supportive of Kenny Pickett. That makes sense? Like, in other words, I think fans are kind of like, whoa, this guy. But I feel like Mike Tomlin is kind of selling the, yeah, we feel pretty confident about the way that he's playing. Right. If I'm a Pittsburgh fan, I'm ready to move on, too, from him. I'm, <laughs> it's, it's, I'm, you're ready to quit on everyone I'm like nine to, games into their hey, career. It's not what you've done for me. It's what you've done for me lately, and I, I just don't see it with him. I'm, Do you think I'm the Jaguars should cut Trevor Lawrence? No, no. I could see the progression from year to year. Okay. Uh, but I'm only going to give him a couple more years, and then that's it. It's a five-year first-year contract. Is that what it is, five years? Mm-hmm, yeah. And he's been – this is the second year? Uh, yes, this is his uh, second season. Believe me, I'll know by that uh, fifth year coming up if I want to go ahead and pick up that option or not. Yeah, you know? it's funny. You'll give him four years, but you're already giving up on Mac Jones. Uh, you're giving up on Zach Wilson, and you're giving up in a first season on Kenny Pickett. Yes, that's all correct. Yes, <laughs> yes, and yes. Why, is that well, wrong for me to yes, do? Yes, you're, you're out of your mind. I mean, Why? it's just you're not – this isn't th- – that's not right. But I'm, got, but, I'm right. gonna, but I'm going to be right when they turn out to be bust. Then you're going to say, well, it looks like you were right. Well, yeah, of course I was right. Well, we're making a bet that's going to be paid off in two years, and you'll change your mind eight times by then <laughs> uh, on each guy. By the time we get there two years from now and Zach Wilson starting and is a good NFL quarterback, that's when you'll be saying, I never had a doubt in this kid. He was always the guy for me. So I'm. Um, yeah, you'll, you'll, that's what I used to say. Thank, thank goodness we have Tua. That's all I can say. Well, okay. What if the dolphin, uh, the bottom falls out for the Dolphins, or if Tua gets dinged up again? Uh, you brought up Tennessee. Early. I'm not even going to answer that question. We're going to move on. From we that. have a decision to be made about Lamar Jackson. They've got. Yeah, to we Lamar do Jackson. have a decision on that. I was thinking about that. Um, if they want to go and give him the, the, now they have to decide: are they going to give him the big contract, or are they going to let him walk? That's going to be interesting. What happens there? Or are they going to give him the one year? What the one year? Uh, tag on him that's going to give him the money which is what they'll probably do yeah i mean they can franchise tag him for pretty much yeah the the next two seasons uh arnie what about a place like and i know this is a bit of a reach but thinking about just veteran quarterbacks and where they could end up or a team that might be looking for a quarterback texans are probably going to take a starting quarterback with the number one pick overall in the draft maybe they want a veteran bridge um what you mentioned san francisco yes jimmy g has been really good there but Will he sit around and play another year there knowing that they're just waiting for Trey Lance to get healthy? You brought up the Giants. What are the Seahawks going to do? This is a great story with Geno Smith, but, I mean, is it sustainable? No, not at all. I was just about to say it's not sustainable. They're going to have to maybe for one more year, but after that, uh, forget about it. And what's Atlanta going to do? I don't think Marietta. Uh, um, yeah, I'm just going to the list here. Washington, Atlanta, Detroit, New Orleans, the Los Angeles Rams, the Carolina Panthers. Dude, we're going to have a crazy offseason in the quarterback carousel. Why did you say the Rams? Are you just Matthew Stafford going to retire like I think? Or He's not well, going to retire tell- next year. You He's not going to retire next that. year. Well, I think maybe two years at the earliest possible. Possible. But you've realized you don't have a very good slash sustainable backup quarterback or a plan for the future right, right now right, if you're the Rams. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe maybe that's a place if the Jets say, all right, Zach Wilson, just got to get him out of here. How many more years does Cousin have for Minnesota? Well, he just signed a new contract. He signed a new, okay. new two-year extension. Boy, I am old enough to remember when they – Whenever Minnesota drafted the quarterback, Kindle, uh, oh gosh, why am I blanking on that? Kellen Mond, they drafted Kellen Mond, and everyone's like, oh, and I was in this group. They drafted Kellen Mond in the third round. Kirk Cousins only has one year left in his deal. 
I don't even think Kellen Mond is on an active roster don't right the, now in the NFL. Don't don't the Lions have to think about getting the quarterback too, or they're just gonna stick? Yeah, with I mentioned him. I said the Lions. Okay, okay, okay. I didn't know you said. I that. mean, right right now, and, and again, for those of us who are fans of terrible football teams, the way that it stands right now, Houston holds the number one pick overall. Carolina is standing at two. So you would think that those two teams at one eight and one and three and eight would snag the top two quarterbacks off the board and Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. But we'll see. Bears at three, Raiders at four for now, with Seattle, Detroit, and Houston owning mm. five, six, and seven through trades that they made with Denver, the Rams, and Cleveland. Oof. Think about that. Detroit's own pick is actually better or is actually worse than the pick that they would get from the Rams. Oh my gosh, what is happening in Los Angeles? All I know is Miami's losing all their picks for just picking up the phone for making me sick. Unbelievable. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. No, you no, 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 no. DeAndre Ayton's a punk. What DeAndre Ayton did down. was, no, no, you're wrong. I watched this thing a hundred times. DeAndre Ayton walked over slowly. It wasn't even like he was standing over. And then you have the nerve to go ahead and bump him when he has his back towards you. So I'm shocked that the Suns um, didn't just pummel. Pat, it's because they're Pat. soft. Because that's, the Suns that's probably are soft. it. That's probably it. Yeah. That's probably it because I, if I was in the Suns, I would have been the first one off the bench, and we would have been throwing blows. Okay, that's. It, 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 well, well, you know what? How come we're not going to get in? Uh, uh, have criminal charges against against Pat Beverly? Then right? <laughs> Let's go ahead and charge him criminally. And the second thing is, um, if I was Giannis, I would have picked up that ladder and hit those two workers with the ladder if they didn't move that ladder one more time. Okay. Yeah, we are pretty lucky you're not in the NBA. The only I just thing want you to know it. that. Yeah. You, I, I say move the ladder and you tell me no? Right. Well, I'm going to pick up that damn ladder. I'm going to hit you with it then. That's what I'm going to do. I do like the way that you open this segment with yeah. we're, you're lucky I'm not in the NBA. Like yeah. that was ever a possibility <laughs> that you might have slid in there. I love the idea too of you just grabbing that that ladder and yeah, swinging oh, I it would around. Have. I totally would have. <laughs> You're not going to move the ladder? Then I'm going to move it. I would have done it a hell of a lot worse than Giannis did it. And Can I, that, yeah, just, yeah. just by the way, one side, I know that's an old story, but holy smokes, we look for reasons to be outraged because I thought he handled that as, he's like, move the ladder, move yeah. the ladder. And they and didn't they do said it. No. Right, and and so then he pushed it out of the way. I was like, oh, my gosh, can you believe him? Oh, oh yeah. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? They wouldn't move the ladder. Yeah, I would have picked it up shots. and tossed it. He's lucky he didn't swing it like a Ginsu knife and very, chop them down. Very un esque to do that. No, I'm like, ah, he's but, probably like But it the Pat middle. Bev thing really bothered me. I thought that was so uncalled for. I'm shocked that nobody on the Suns busted him in the mouth. That's all because, I can say. It's because they're soft. So there you wow. go. They need you, Arnie, then to go they, in there and be hardcore for well, I guess, I guess when, when you're from the Bronx, you have a different attitude. It's always funny how you go from being from the Bronx when it's convenient and being from L.A. when it's convenient. you got to make your mind up at some point, on this some point uh Aaron Rodgers speaking of guys that Arnie wants to punch 
Uh, Aaron Rodgers talked about his injury and the severity of the thumb injury. Well, I think I've had worse injuries I've played with. So, you know, definitely a challenge. But the days off uh, helped feeling better this week. So there you go. Uh, short, succinct, and to the point. But in his world, in his mind, he's played through worse. So there's that. Uh, meanwhile, we learned today that Zach Wilson will not be the starting quarterback officially for the New York Jets. We're going to roll with Mike White. You know, we know he's fully capable. He's started in this league. He's won games for us. And we just want to give him an opportunity. So what does this mean about Zach Wilson, Robert Sala? Zach's career here is not over. I know that's going to be the narrative. I know that yeah. what, that's what everybody wants to wants to shout out. And that's not even close to the case. The intent, the full intent, is to make sure Zach gets, uh, gets back on the football field at some point this year. When that is, I'll make that decision. I'm going to take it day to day. The biggest thing with Zach and the same things that we've talked about is the young man needs a reset. His decision making has been fine. His practice habits, all that stuff have been fine. But there's some basic fundamental things that have gotten really out of whack for him. And this is just an opportunity for him to sit back, focus on those things, find a way to get uh, uh, reconnect to all the different things that we fell in love with during the draft process and it's something that I feel like he's going to be able to do. I think to ask him to do all those things while preparing for a game is unfair but at the same time it's it's something just talking with Zach that I think we're all excited to attack and this is is it a small step back absolutely for him but do I think it's going to be a great leap forward when it uh, when he does get a chance to reset himself absolutely. Yeah, this is not putting a, a nail in his coffin this is not that it's not even close to that. Oh my goodness ramble on you know what Zach Wilson saying one two three Cancun, that's what he's saying right now. He's never going to start for the Jets again. He's thinking about vacation. When we come back, we'll put a wrap on this episode of the Jason Smith Show with and with and Mike Harmon because Arnie's picks are coming at you from the TireRack.com studios next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. All right, it's... Whoa, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. But you're Let's not a big chat. turkey guy, so... No, no, stuffing for me. But your whole family's gone. Who's making your stuffing for you? I just bought it at the market. I told my wife, don't even bother making it, because she's not a good cook anyway, so I'm like, right. forget it. I'll just go right. buy something at the market. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you would get away with letting your wife know she's not a good cook. I'm sure that would go well. I tell her all the time. I... I she knows I eat, I eat like uh, off the kids' menu. I that's the type of appetite I have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, listen. Um, it is that time in the show where we get ready to bid adieu. But before we do that and hand the baton off to the great Big Ben Maller, it's time for Arnie's picks. Take it away, stinking genius. Give me a little music. Put me in the mood. Let's get to some college picks on. Rivalry weekend. Well, first of all, I got to take Baylor plus the eight and a half against Texas. Way too many points, especially for a team that can actually win the game. Um, it's going to be with, like within a field goal. So I'll take the eight and a half there. Give me my Arizona Wildcats. Arr, minus three and a half against Arizona State for no reason other than I pick Arizona every weekend there. I like South Carolina plus the 14 and a half against Clemson. Again, Clemson's not beating anybody by that many uh, in this rival there. And Upset special. I don't want the seven and a half. I don't need the seven and a half. I'm going to take the seven and a half. Michigan to beat Ohio State tomorrow. What do you, or tomorrow? What? When is the game? Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. I don't even know what the hell day it is anymore. <laughs> so I like Michigan, and I'm going to take Auburn plus the twenty-two and a half against Alabama. Over to the NFL for the games in college. I like the Lions plus nine and a half over the Bills. I think the Lions actually win that game. 
Give me the Giants plus nine and a half against Dallas. And I'm going to take Minnesota in my pick of the decade, minus two and a half against the Patriots. A couple other picks. I'll take Baltimore minus four against Jacksonville. And you're no, uh, you know I'm all over my Dolphins. Minus 13 against the Texans. One other pick. USA. USA three. England two. They're not winning. Wow. Let's go USA. Do you think there's any like USA fan that's like, let's go. Artie just Artie just said Team USA is gonna win. Let's go. You think anyone did that when they heard you pick USA? Oh, absolutely. They're saying, let's go, we're gonna win this thing. <laughs> why can't they if Saudi Arabia could win? If Japan can win, why can't we win this game? Are we really that big of an underdog this Japan game? Japan is better you're, than us. That's why. You're, you're wow. picking them, so you're tell tell me why. I mean, that's what I don't understand. What do you What do you like? You like our goalkeeping? Do you like our attack? Oh, there's just not enough time for me to get into all the intricacies <laughs> of this. Really. To, By the way, yeah. I will say somebody had your back earlier, um, yeah. and because you always interrupted me every single time I tried to get to the tweets and never got to it. Yes. But Femi had checked in and said you don't necessarily have to know the players in international soccer. No, you so, don't. You don't. No. You just <laughs> like know the, you need to know like the schemes. Femi, the point is Arnie doesn't know soccer at all. <laughs> so that's. I appreciate you trying to stand up for him, but he doesn't know soccer. Alexi Lawless is playing splendid defense. See what you did? That that's who you're defending right there. So let's go, Pele. Well done on that front, and that 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 puts a wrap on it. Yeah, that's that's it for us. Wow. Uh, I I will say, I had a list of some of the great moments in Thanksgiving game history, and I find it I find it hilarious. In that you look on here and there's some really cool individual moments, right? You, uh, who was it? Clint Longley led the Cowboys to a win in 1974. <laughs> that was great. Randy Moss had three catches for 163 yards and three touchdowns for the, uh, for the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, that was a, a pretty incredible performance, but I couldn't help but laugh, Arnie, because like two of the greatest moments are Leon Letts sliding and touching the oh, football yeah. in the snow. That's and right. the other one, the butt fumble Ugh. because Mark Sanchez and the butt fumble happened on Thanksgiving. Hopefully wow. we have glorious moments like that coming up tomorrow. Arnie, Hopefully. have a great Thanksgiving. You too, Rolling my solo. You too. Arnie's back tomorrow night. We've got you on Friday for tie shirt, for Bo, for the crew. Stick around. See Big Ben's coming up next. Have a great Thanksgiving. It's Fox. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.